Another week full of big news in the Queen City. And you know what? When you have big news, you need two guys talking about it. Your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original mm-hmm. podcast. My name is Ryan Pluckelman over there. My co-host, my partner in crime, the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com, Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's going pretty good. So, two big guys talking about big news. I know. It's what it's all yeah. about, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Biggest stories. These right here, biggest stories on Clarksville Now from this past that's week. That's right. So this first one is, um, this is a wild ride. Um, buckle up. Is yeah, what Chris buckle is saying. up. This is a wild ride. So 19, uh, let's see. I'm wondering how many people out there were actually born in 1992. How old were you in 92? In 92, I would have been uh, 23. I was 14. You were 14? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So um, this was a while back. Um, so there's not a whole lot of people who might remember this, but the ones who do, I'm sure, will remember who were around. In Christmas Eve, 1992, mm-hmm. this woman named Susan Lund, she's uh, three months pregnant, mm-hmm. and she lives out off of uh, um, Jack Miller Boulevard, All right. and she uh, goes to walk to the grocery store. Grocery store is a pretty far hike. Yeah. Uh, military family, very little money. They don't have a car. So she goes out. She's got three kids already. Goes out to go grocery shopping at about 730. Um, she never comes back. So the next morning, um, the kids go down to open their presents, excited for Santa Claus, and um, everybody realizes mom is gone. Yeah. And um, the father uh, calls police. Um, Police start a search. Search goes on for a couple of months, and then the police call off the search. Um, They had been reports of her being seen in Hopkinsville. Yeah. So the... um, Woman basically is gone, disappears, and um, nobody knows where she is. There was a, at one point one woman in Alabama a few years later claimed to be um, Susan Lund, and the uh, and so the the police like thought that, that was the the missing person, and so yeah, so th- this all get weird. What? So, yeah. so, so you guess that you're going fast. I'm going fast. Going this is a lot of information. Right, this, is right. why, this is why it's written down, Ryan. This is not a 60-second <laughs> commercial we got to squeeze this okay. all into. Are you saying I need, to, yeah, I need to slow, slow this just, down? Just slow slow the roll. roll. Slow okay. the roll. Right. Um, this is like one of those another 48 hours true crime stories. Yeah. And how interesting that, you know, you, you glanced over it real quick, that someone claimed to be her. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's an interesting development in a story when mm-hmm. you've got someone, and now that turned out that, she was not Susan Lund. Mm-hmm. She was someone pretending to be Susan Lund. But that's not the first time that's happened. I've heard about that happening in other places where yeah. someone is pretending to be a missing person. Yeah. And of course, if you think, if you look close enough to that person, 20 years pass. I mean, a lot of your, your memory does fade quite a bit in 20 years. Mm-hmm. But still, I can't imagine to imagine you're the family member. Susan Lund, and then the cops are like, hey, we, th- we think we found her. Yeah, a yeah, good, good news. To be her. Yeah. And then it turns out, wait, that's not even, no. Yeah, and that was in August of 1993 was oh, okay. when this woman claimed to be uh, the missing Susan Lund. Um, so the family, you know, the police say, yeah, case case closed, yeah. Uh, the TBI, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so there's yeah, case closed. So they, um, the family then goes to visit this woman. It's not Susan. Um, so, you know, and of course this is in the early nineties, you know, right. technology, we don't have technology now. You could have got her on zoom and said, no, that's not right. my mom. Save yourself the trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, uh, fast forward to, uh, to now, um, we, uh, um, by the still way, I want to point that I was 29 years ago, 29 years ago. Yeah. So meanwhile, uh, no more than that. Sorry. It's 31 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Math, math. Very so, good math teacher, but not good at it. Meanwhile, maybe forget everything else you know about all this. 
Um, these uh, two girls are walking in a park in mm-hmm. Fitzgerald State Park in uh, Illinois, and they come across a head, a woman's head. This was in January of 1993. So they find this head in Illinois. In Illinois. Um, so the authorities take custody of it, um, and they name her uh, Ina Jane Doe. Okay. Because they don't know who this is. Yeah. Um, and for decades, nobody had any idea whose head this was. So in 2000s, uh, 2022, so this is last year, yeah. um, the head, um, sa- tissue samples from this head are reexamined using modern DNA technology. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, uh, through DNA testing, they come up with that this woman, uh, this Ina Jane Doe, is Susan Lund. This is wow. her, her head was found. 31 years after mm-hmm. the fact. Yeah. So they uh, they and they you know talked to the family. They did samples of the family. Mm-hmm. There's this, this new thing in DNA testing where you can identify bodies right. um, if you can ident- you know match it up with family right. members. Right. So they they've confirmed now that she died, and it that was in January of '93. That was one month after she went missing. She was found dead. Her body was found dead in uh, in Illinois. Wow. Yeah. So, and it took this long for the family to have peace. Yeah. Yeah. So the family reached out to us because there's an effort going on now to see if somebody can figure out what happened to this woman. Yeah. Um, you know, was she kidnapped? Was it a domestic situation? Um, the husband, uh, Paul Lund, he died in 2020. Okay. So, you know, there's the, the daughter is now saying, well, my, my father was abusive by some reports. Maybe that was what happened. Oh, um, they were having Lord. financial problems. It was Christmas Eve. People do yeah. crazy things on Christmas Eve. Maybe she just want, decided she was going to hitchhike to Illinois. You know? Right. Who knows? But yeah. They, um, so they're just desperate for anybody who might have any information about what might have happened that night. Um, if you can remember what happened on Christmas Eve, 1992. Yeah, it's not like there's much evidence beyond what they collected there now. Mm-hmm. That Yeah, that's 31 years past. Yeah, yeah. But man, you got to feel for the kids on that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine your dad has passed. You now know that your mom did not die of natural causes. Most mm-hmm. likely your mom was was murdered. Mm-hmm. And to think of it could be your dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel for these yeah. for these for these kids. They're not kids anymore. Yeah. These these young these adults and they're probably in their forties at this point, but mm-hmm. man, you want to have some answers and some peace. Yeah, yeah. Um the daughter that we that uh Jordan Renfro, our reporter, interviewed, um, so thirty five years old now. And one of the things that she found out after um, all of this came to light was that around the same time that that head was found in the park, there were some campers who say claimed they saw a body, a headless body floating in the water. Oh, so yeah. But apparently the investigators never dredged the lake. They never yeah. did a big search for this apparent body that was found in the water. So, you know, who knows? I mean, it, there's some speculation that the woman was beheaded, but, you know, all kinds of weird things can happen if there's yeah. animals and somebody dies in yeah. the park. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So this is wild, a wild case. This is where another 48 hour murder mystery <laughs> can come and do more than Clarksville now can. Yeah. Yeah. So a woman's written a book about it, and I wouldn't be surprised if a true crime podcast comes out it's of all of this. It's happening, everybody. You know, um, there's a whole lot of threads to this, a whole lot of weird family stuff going on, but it's it's a lot of it's in that article if you want to check it out on yeah. Clarksville now. Clarksvillenow.com. Go check it out and get your true crime on. That's right. True crimes. Somebody get out there and do a podcast on that. <laughs> we can't carry all the weight. We have enough podcasts going on here, folks. How do That's I know? Right. Because I'm in all of them. <laughs> and you do a wonderful job. Thank you. So uh, next up, uh, 
Clarksville got a little bit bigger this week, or is about to get a little bit bigger. Well, you could say that every week. How is that the biggest news story in Clarksville? Well, every day Clarksville gets a little bigger. Yeah, but that's by people and by tax revenue. I'm talking yeah. about by actual land. We, uh, oh. we, we, we got something that, uh, that's hard to come by. That's more land. We made it. Austin P created a device that just creates, creates more land. More land. No, that's yeah. not what it is. <laughs> so this was an, an annexation, um, off of international Boulevard. Um, they built a, a complex out there that, um, is, you, you've probably already seen some mm-hmm. of the stuff that's out there on international Boulevard. Yeah. They've built a, a Taco John's, a Burger King, a Popeye's. Um, and uh, they're getting ready to build a, um, a health clinic, an occupational health clinic. Okay. Uh, Premier Medical Group is working out the deals to open this health clinic out there. Okay. That'll be near all the industrial places. Yeah. So, you know, you uh, get acid in your eye or break a pinky or something. I like that's where you went. Oh, acid I, in the eye. Well, you see those Someone eye Someone watch those, those, those workplace safety videos. Yeah. <laughs> what to do? And you got those, those cool dual jets. <laughs> so you just totally throw your face down in this sink. Did you have those? Turn on the jets and blast your eyeballs with water. I have never had an opportunity to do that. Did you have them in school, in high school, in your science Um, labs? I don't remember. I don't remember. We did. You did? And I so desperately wanted to pull that handle. Yeah. See what would happen. See see what it feels like to have like cold (laughs) blasts of cold jet water on your eyeballs. So if that happens to you. (laughs) Good news, folks. There's a clinic for that. Man. Yeah, so uh, from running down International <laughs> Boulevard with acid in your eyes, going, I yeah. gotta get to the spray thing. And then after you feel bad, you can go get yourself some Taco Johns yeah. when you're done. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, the city is uh, has annexed this property. That'll make it easier to provide services, fire protection. You know, uh, yeah. city fire, yeah. city police, and yeah. you know, gas and water and all that stuff. It's easier to provide city services when you're actually part of the city instead of extending stuff outside the city limits. Right. I'm outside the city limits right now. It's mm-hmm. where I live. How do you Don't, like that? I love it. Don't get any ideas annexing my neighborhood into the city of Clarksville. I like my $600 a year cheaper property taxes. But you don't have access to CDE. Or I have CEMC. And they did do the, the broadband thing <laughs> Fantastic. now. That's right. Yeah, that I've used to be both. one of my big arguments. It's like, why would you move outside the city limits? You've got CDE light band. But now Cumberland Connect is available for people outside the county. I've, had, the I've had both. Mm-hmm. And CEMC is fantastic oh really cumberland connect is dynamite cool yeah like i feel like should it be this fast i want to call them and say am i are you charging me enough for it to be this fast is it going too fast for you it is are are your old man eyes not able to keep up with all i got uh, i got web pages downloading before i even type in what the web page is (laughs) it's like how do you know where i'm going that ai is taking another step yeah yeah yeah, it is so okay so they're annexing it and i hear grocery Mm -hmm. store Uh uh-huh um, yeah. Yep. So they're talking about putting, yeah. there's going to be a grocery store there too. Not That's the Trader plan. Joe's. Don't get your hopes up. Well, why, why are you saying not Trader Joe's? Because you told me on this very podcast that Trader Joe's has said explicitly that they are not building in Clarksville. They're, they expand very slowly and their next store is open in Murfreesboro, yeah. not to be confused with Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro. <laughs> And that you said that usually they they announce things about a year or two years out, oh. and there is no. You said this very. I said thing. that. Yes. Why do I got to remind you what you said on an earlier podcast? I am a journalist. I work in thirty minute to ten minute You're increments. You're an old man with if, silver temples. <laughs> if I can't everything, if I can't look it up in the archives or talk about something happening within that hour, pretty much I'm going to be blanking on everything I say. 
Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't have enough. your your memory. You yeah. Have, you have some incredible uh, memory. I can't do that. I never. I never forget. Yeah. Um. I I, I embellish details, but I never forget. Yeah. So, but but yeah, you said that was really it could happen, and in, in your timeline yeah. before was like five years or so. Mm, that sounds like something I'd say. This grocery store seems to be quicker than five year turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so. But so what I'm figuring is okay. What kind of grocery store? It's probably because we're, we're about yeah. to get a Kroger. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about that the Kroger marketplace yep. is supposed to open, but that's a different location. That's right. not this place. Right. Um, and there could be a Publix. I, mean, I guess well. we would, could do another Kroger. Is there a Kroger in that vicinity? No, there's nothing in that vicinity. You could do anything. So you can do You'd a Publix or you can do a Kroger. Yeah. Walmart neighborhood market if you want to put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. open to anything. Here's the thing. Wait, folks. wait can, can we just say not a Dollar General? Well, it's probably already there. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, we say not at Dollar General. They've already built one there, and it's open. Yeah. Because those things pop up overnight, baby. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And but, there's one in, the, in your line of sight, no matter where you live. Right. I think it's, they said upscale grocery store, which leads me to think Publix mm-hmm. or or like uh, another Aldi's. I'd love an Aldi's on, mm-hmm. my, on my side of town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd really take anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything better than a gas station? Yeah, some people are saying, like, I want beans and something or other. Because, like, there's a, there's a grocery store that's more hippie than Whole Foods. Oh, I don't want that. Um, I know what you're, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do not want that. You know why mm. I don't want that? Because I don't want to pay three hundred and ninety-two dollars for a turkey, mm-hmm. or you know, go get. A, I need. To, I, I need to get a bag of flour for my wife because she's baking, mm-hmm. and it's seven hundred and thirty dollars for a bag of organic whole wheat flour. Mm. Keep your hippie grocery store as far <laughs> away from me as possible. You can have them on the other side of town, but I want a grocery store that I can shop yeah, at. Yeah, you're in the your side of town is the demographic where they would open a Whole Foods because you got all the bougie women up there who want to be eat all vegan and and healthy and wholesome. I'll take a Trader Joe's. I'd yeah. much rather have Trader Joe's. Yeah, and they've got healthy food. Yeah, yeah. If Trader Joe's opens up there, we're not mm-hmm. saying it is. If it does, mm-hmm. my life's gonna be very nice. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be people coming. This is gonna be a destination. A bunch yeah. of people are gonna be coming out there. Just I'm gonna to have you there. stopping by the house all the time, going, "Oh, hey, what are yeah, you doing?" Just in the area. To see <laughs> Come out to Trader Joe's. I uh, got a little off track on that. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it could be Trader Joe's. You said it's probably not. So here's what happens, folks. If it turns out to be Trader Joe's, Chris is a liar. So, mm, yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> Could be. I wouldn't remember being a liar, but you can call me a liar. I'll take it. He's been called worse. I've been called I've a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it on ClarksvilleNow.com. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're annexing that area. Mm-hmm. So now the Taco John's, the Burger King, mm-hmm. Popeyes is now part of city and, proper. And those all three of those are open, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. and I, oh, I think they're building a. Um, I know this is not exactly the most. Uh, wonderful highfalutin news. I think a Waffle House is also going out there, which is, but you know, I mean, you know, cast aspersion on Waffle House all you want, but if you need some hash browns at 2 a.m., you know, you're going to be sitting in the dark in a parking lot at Burger King. You know, you've got, you got to have somewhere to go for your hash browns at 2 a.m. And that, that is a key vital public service that Waffle House provides. What I love about Waffle House is very few places these days will give you dinner and a show. Mm-hmm. And Waffle House. If you oh, go there yeah. late enough, mm-hmm. you will get dinner and a show. Yeah, yeah. And they work it too. <laughs> yeah, they, they work do. it. The best ones. They own that show. It's good stuff too. They make good food. You can slam it all you mm-hmm. want, but it's good. That's good. All right. Next up, um, APSU uh, club hockey. So when people were um, uh, when they were building out the uh, FNM Bank Arena and the mm-hmm. Ford Ice Center, one of the things yeah. people were talking about was well, when is there going to be some kind of a team sport hockey thing going on there. Yeah. What will this mean for everyone? So this is sort of the 
one of the first iterations of what's going to be happening out there at that Ford Ice Center. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, club hockey for uh, Austin Peay State University. So that will be played on the big ice in the FNM Bank Arena proper. It'll be played in the Ford Ice Center, which is mm-hmm. off of the FNM Bank Arena. Right. Okay. Right. Now, now explain to me the difference between like, what, what a club sport is and what a regular sport is. Because mm-hmm. like football is just an Austin Peay sport. Mm-hmm. How will hockey be different? Well... I can pretend I know what I'm talking about and answer that question. So, uh, <laughs> clubs, so a club sport, basically anybody who wants to join can join. If you just happen to be, you know, you're there to major in engineering. This is like a bad news bears type of thing. Yeah. If you're there, random volunteers, this coach has got to whip them in yeah, shape. But, you know, you played hockey in high school or whatever. And so you aren't getting a hockey scholarship to, okay. you know, University of Canada or something like that. Is there a University of Canada? I'm sure there's universities in Canada. Oh, man. <laughs> not like Toronto one. University right. or, we'll or whatever. That. We'll save. Winnipeg. Um, you didn't get to, you get picked for Toronto. So, uh, so yeah, you can go down to, um, to, you can sign up for the APSU Hockey Club and uh, go play uh, club hockey. Yeah. I assume, I, mean, I, don't know if, I wonder if they'd let people, anybody join who wants to join or you, if they would you have can't standards. Join. You can't join. No, I can't join. I'd no. break a leg. Yes, you would. Yeah. Amongst that many other I'd hurt, things. I'd hurt my back. Well, this is very cool. I've, I've, I was inter- interested to figure out why they had hockey jerseys at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. I know um, our morning guy on, on Q108 has mm-hmm. jumped hook, line, and sinker into Austin P Sports. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's a gov now. He's yeah. been here for six months. He's a gov and I love it. Yeah. And he's playing hockey? No, but he went down to the to the bookstore because he wanted to get an Austin P hat, uh-huh. wanted to get a baseball jersey, wanted to get you know a, a couple of shirts and stuff that say like "Let's go pee on it." Mm-hmm. And he said they had a lot of hockey jerseys there, and I'm like, why would they have Austin P hockey jerseys? Now yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and they've got a couple of them um, uh, picture. They just they displayed some of them at the uh, at this event. They look good. Mm-hmm. So the idea is so this this team is going to compete in the College Hockey South Association. All right, um, which my alma mater, Auburn University, is a member of that uh, of that club. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's an NCAA sanctioned. Um, well, no, this is the first step toward building up to an NCAA sanctioned uh, college hockey team. So the idea is start it as a club, build it yeah. up, build the interest, see how many people you've got who are really good, and then maybe work toward NCAA status. What's interesting about all of this was people did wonder when they were building the FNM Bank Arena. You're like, why is there so much ice? Is Clarksville a hockey town? Mm-hmm. And it seems like Clarksville is a hockey town. Mm-hmm. To the surprise it's a ho- of many it's a hockey people, town without a hockey rink it, is right, what it was right. for a long time. Well, it was a hockey town without a hockey team, mm-hmm. and it had you wondering, like, okay, if they're building all this ice, they're not just doing like they know what they're doing, or at least you'd hope that the Predators mm-hmm. would know what they're doing. What is with all this ice? Mm-hmm. It's starting to make sense now. They're putting pieces in place mm-hmm. to have a reason to have all of that ice. Mm-hmm. I still wonder why they have ice under the big arena, um, which is interesting. I, I was, I had a chance to go there a couple of weeks ago for basketball mm-hmm. and they set us off to the side. They put the court up, which the court's beautiful. And they put, so the, ba- the, the basis of the FNM bank arena is ice. And then they put these so pads, permanent ice sheet, permanent ice sheet. Oh, that's the, that's the that. bottom layer of, of, okay. of FNM arena. And then they have these, these pads, and they look like they're like these black foam pads mm-hmm. that appear to be about maybe four or five inches thick mm-hmm. that goes over the ice. Mm-hmm. And then they put the basketball court on top of the, of, on top of those like interlocking pads. Yeah. Oh. And so I was there on one of the pads, just, you know, hanging out. I put my, I put some stuff down on the ground, picked it up later as cold as ice. Yeah. Was, well, I wonder if like during a concert, your feet would get cold. No, cause they're up on a, they're up on a stage. 
No, I mean, if you're attending a concert, and maybe you notice a little bit. You might notice yeah. a little bit if you had bare feet. I don't think it's going to go through through yeah. shoes. You shouldn't go to the F and M Bank Arena without shoes on. By the way, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Well, no who service. would do that anyway? You pick up all kinds of toe jam. Yes, and, you would. You know, that's, that's I, we don't want to, foot. Hey, listen, we got to say you it. Keep the fungus away from my Ex- toes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But so you had to wonder. That makes sense now for the Ford Ice Center. Mm-hmm. So now we've got because there's a lot of sheets of ice at the F and M Bank Arena. But what are their plans with the big sheet of ice? Well, I would I would imagine that if this does grow, I would think if you had a really big event, you would run out of spectator seats pretty quick in the Ford Ice Center. The Ford Ice Center has some spectator seating, but oh, I, I would guess it could maybe hold a hundred spectators. Yeah. Um. So I I would think that if you were going to have a big competition, yeah, you would move it over to the gotcha. to the main ice. I'm going to title this episode, Clarksville has a new hockey team, question mark, exclamation oh, point. Yeah. yeah this, like, what? A club hockey team is a, is a hockey I mean, team. Technically, Clarksville did get a hockey team. Yeah, the governors. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the governor's on ice. Yeah. Governor's on ice. There you go. I can't wait to see the gov on ice. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, get those skates for the gov. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Ryan, uh, you like to complain about traffic? I think everybody does. That's like our national pastime here. Everybody loves it. Exactly. So the city has uh, formalized a way that we can complain about traffic. So Okay. Yeah. Listen, I love Joe Pitts. Uh I do. I think he's a great mayor. I'm so proud Mm -hmm. to have him as my mayor of Clarksville. Joe, why did you do that? (laughs) Like, you're such a positive person, right? And it's not like the phone calls are going to to Mayor Pitts' office. Mm -hmm. If they were, everybody who was mad... He'd hang up the phone mm-hmm. and they'd be happy as a clam in two minutes because he's the nicest guy and he knows how to get things done and he's great. But someone's now got to answer the phone to <laughs> all day long. Like, no, why would you torture no. someone and have them answer the phone all day to hear people complain about Wilma? But this isn't a phone call system. This is, oh, this will divert people away from the phone calls. This gives people an outlet. Okay. This gets people off the phones, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, it's a, a survey. It's an online survey. And, you know, you've taken 8 million survey monkey things, you know. Yeah. But this is kind of cool. You go through a few steps, you know, ask you to rank certain problems, that kind of thing. I took the survey. Oh, did you? Yeah. And, How long um, did it take you to take that survey? Um, it probably took me... 20 minutes at the most, but I, but see, you can have fun with this. You can get into the weeds with this oh. thing. So when you call it up, um, the, once you get past these uh, couple of questions, there is a map of the city of Clarksville, a Google based map that you can drag around on and blow yeah. up and enhance. And you can put, you can drag little icons down onto the map and say, you know, uh, walking concerns, uh, bicycling concerns, road safety concerns, and then has a little thing where you can say what your concern is. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Man. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go on here, and I'm going to say general safety concerns. Okay. And I'm going to drop a pin on Five Star Media and say that um, Ryan's, um, basically his uh, programs, <laughs> his, the music that Ryan programs is too hot for Clarksville. <laughs> Man, better not play another Olivia Rodrigo song. That's right. <laughs> Too hot for Clarksville. I'm posting that right now. And someone's going to look at that. So um, when uh, when the city comes in and um, you know decides that they want to do something about some of these problems, they're going to be calling up Five Star and say, I understand your music's too hot. 
Uh, it's causing traffic concerns. I can't wait. I can't wait for that call. We need to do something about this. You know, he's going to, Mayor Pitts is going to be here in the, in the building next week. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't wait for him to sit down in my office and discuss that with me. Like we've got (laughs) some concerns going on. What's going on in the building over here? Yeah. Yeah. So I encourage all of our listeners to, uh, to share this concern and go, go to old Russellville Pike and uh, drop a pen saying the music is too hot for Clarkson. Yeah. You mentioned, um, (laughs) bike safety. Yeah. The biggest joke, and well, there's lots of them. But one of one of the biggest traffic jokes in Clarksville is the bike lane on College Street. Mm-hmm. You couldn't pay me money to go biking down that mm-hmm. lane mm-hmm. with all that traffic, not paying attention nearby. Mm-hmm. I would rather walk across yeah. town yeah. and ride my bike in that area. Yeah, I used to ride my bike um, into downtown on Madison Street, and uh, it's it's scary. I mean. I, I I tried just being on Madison Street, yeah, yeah. but there's no shoulder no. on that thing. And and you you have to get into opposing traffic mm-hmm. to avoid a bicyclist. So I just got to where I get on the sidewalk yeah. and just try to be careful of pedestrians. You're not really mad. supposed to ride your right. bike on the sidewalk, but it's a hell of a lot safer than um you know being in the street and yeah. a lot of places in Clarksville. Did your bike have a banana seat on it? It did not. It had the opposite of a banana seat, actually. What did it have? It has a split cushion seat. Oh, yeah, where you can, yeah, yeah the yeah. dingle can dangle. And so yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you're a guy riding a bike, you want a split cushion bicycle seat. Yes, you do. It will, because they it will, were change, not your, it will change your life. <laughs> when you rode a bike when you were a kid, things were different down there. But as you get older, you're like, ah, what, what is going on here? <laughs> did you have streamers on the side? I should have gotten some streamers. Bill Bell? bell? Uh, Do you have a bell? Have I did have a bell. Oh, Because you nice. need a bell sometimes. If you're coming up behind somebody, a pedestrian, yeah. you need to be able to jingle, 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 you know, to let them know you're... Otherwise, you're just like yelling at them, which is, <laughs> which is rude. So, yeah, you need you need a little bell. <laughs> the old jingle jangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like Christmas. Bling, 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 bling. Yeah. Chris going riding his bike downtown. Yeah, now I needed a little Uga horn. That yeah, you need cool. the Uga horn. Now he's got a nice little little car. Yeah. The speedy car out there. Yeah, yeah. I can't really ride my bike to work anymore. No, really. no, I mean, like, theoretically, you could. it would take me 20 minutes. It would take you 20 minutes, and then we'd have to be looking for a new editor-in-chief for ClarksvilleNow.com yeah. because Chris would have got hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. You On know. Old Russellville. Because that's, yeah. I mean, that, that's a perfect example of the problem. Right. Old Russellville Pike, Clarksville's full of these roads right. that are two lanes with no shoulder. Yep. And it's just not safe. It's mm-hmm. you can't walk on it. You can't ride your bike on it. It's designed specifically for only cars. Yep. So everybody who lives in this neighborhood that surrounds us, there is no way to take the bus, for example. Right. You can't get to a bus stop. Right. Because otherwise you're going to get hit by a car just yeah. trying to get to that's, it. That's the truth. Yeah. You can find that on ClarksvilleNow.com if you want to take the survey and you want yeah. to let everybody know what parts of town you think have horrible traffic. I think it might be actually easier. What they should have done was mark on the map where the traffic's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, really. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be. Well, I was about to say I twenty four, but I don't know. That's, that's a that's, mess. Yeah, that's a um, mess. Yeah, anything that's built well is is everybody's too fast. On right, it, but, right. All right. So holiday fun guide. Ooh, we've got the holiday fun guide up. So this is the. Uh, I'd, I'd, it's called holiday fun guide for now. We'll probably change it to Christmas fun guide as we get closer to that. But um, but yeah, that we've got all kinds of Thanksgiving events coming up. We've Just got real quick, holiday markets. I want everyone to know that it's called the Holiday Fun Guide, not because Chris has been directed by corporate to not say Christmas, Christmas, uh, Christmas, 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 Christmas. His name is Chris Smith for crying out loud. Of course, <laughs> he can say Christmas. If you have a lisp, my name is Christmas. That's right. That is. Yeah. Um, but no. So we start, we start calling it the Holiday Fun Guide because right. we got to get through November. Yeah. And then once Thanksgiving rolls around. 
Then we kick it into gear and call it the Christmas fun guy. That's right. We don't That's want right. to neglect Thanksgiving here. This right. is the conspiracy. Right. Yeah. If we called it the Christmas fun guy, now all the fun things that were going on during yeah. Thanksgiving. Like, why are you ignore. skipping Thanksgiving? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we're not skipping Thanksgiving. We're giving Thanksgiving the, the respect it deserves. Yeah. And we're going to give it um, you know, Christmas the love it, it deserves. But the yeah. holiday fun guide right now that will switch to the Christmas fun guide once we're done with Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. What's your favorite thing in there right now? Um, well, the, of course, Vintage Fair uh, may have just happened, depending on when you're listening to this. We're recording this before Vintage Fair. Yeah. Boy, it was great. Or it was is great. it going to be awesome? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, Veterans Day Parade is coming up. Nice. Always um, fun. Yeah, that's nice. It's very I'll honorific. never forget the Veterans Day Parade. It's so great to see the JROTC programs mm-hmm. from all over the Clarksville Montgomery County come down and they march Mm -hmm. because you know, it's JROTC it's, you've got, you know, retired soldiers and officers Mm -hmm. teaching classes and trying to whip these high school kids into shape. Yeah. Yeah. To varying degrees of, 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 and it's so fun to watch the, the, the march Mm -hmm. down, down college street. Wasn't, wasn't your son in jail? Yes, he was. And he didn't wear his dress uniform very often. Uh Uh-huh. So we're getting ready to go to the Veterans Day Parade. He puts his pants on. Kid had grown five inches since he wore those <laughs> pants last. He had these high water pants, and we're trying to adjust them with the jacket to make it look right. And it was, thank God, it was cold and no one was looking at his feet because he looked like he was wearing capris. It's like I, I didn't know the United States Army issued capris to JROTC wow. kids. Yeah, we were panicked. Yeah, and I, but you know that is the fashion these days. Yeah. You know to wear uh, short, thank short, you, short pants. Yes, thank you for that. And when I was in high school, you could beat up for wearing. Uh, we call them uh, floods. Yeah, um, because look, like you're trying to avoid a flood. Right, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, now it's all a fashion thing to have high. It was just very high, very fashionable. High ankle. Yeah, I, we're not a military family. Mm. Um, I'm a coward, and I like to save <laughs> the the heroic stuff for people that are brave. So when my son joined JROTC, I thought it was great, and mm. you know they, they they sent him home with a beret because they wear berets now. Everybody wears berets, mm-hmm. and he comes home with this thing that looks like a pizza, mm-hmm. and 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 and, and the, the the teacher says your weekend assignment is to shape your beret. Oh, huh? And I had no. I thought they came that way. I had no idea. I've never seen one before. And so, huh? Yeah. So it's like shape your beret and bring it back on Monday. And I, I called my friend who's in the service. He's in the special forces group. And I said, Travis, oh, that's cheating. Yeah, I cheated. That I said, it's totally cheating. I said, Travis, what does it mean to shape a beret? And he goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, if they sent Cohen home with a beret for JROTC and I got to shape this thing uh-huh. Monday before class starts. And he goes, bring it over. And so I, they shave them. Shave? They take a razor and then they shave felt off of the beret so it's not as stiff and then they form it a certain way. Huh. I never, he would have been the laughing stock of Clarksville High School had they left it yeah. just to me to shape that thing. But let me tell you. It was, it was, it was sweet. Oh, my, son, yeah. my son's teacher, Sergeant Major, was probably going. Here comes a civilian kid. This should be entertaining because yeah. he looking knew like uh, Prince's uh, rhythm guitarist. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, are you are you in JROTC or are you in the new power generation? You know, <laughs> what, you know are you a mime? Right, right, are you a French right, mime? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so we had it looking perfect. Yeah, it looked yeah. beautiful. It flopped right into place. So I guess it all it just 
you push all of the wuzzle to one side. No, you move the felt down so it so it wears down, and then you shape, you get it wet, uh-huh. and then you form it exactly how you want it. So it's and like then you put it in weight. So you weight okay. it so yeah. so it kind of stays in that shape, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. So I'm sure my son, Sergeant Major, was like, well, I can't wait to see what civilian kid's going to come up with, yeah, knowing that his dad's a loser radio DJ. <laughs> and then, you know, they all had to present their berets. Yeah. And sure enough, civilian civilian parents, boy, had the finest beret in his yeah. class. See, I've learned something, because I just had always assumed that the, they come the, that the way? French beret, the... The raspberry the beret, cercle bleu. The, yeah. the you know nineteen eighties, the art, kind you find at a secondhand ber- store. Yeah, yeah. I had always assumed <laughs> that that was a different kind of beret from the kind of beret that a green beret would wear. I thought it was just two different hats, but it's the same. It's shaped. It's the same hat. It's yeah. just one is shaped yep. all pushed to one side like Gumby, uh-huh. and the other one is just like a pancake. Well, like it like head. flops like one like you you lift it up on one side, flop it over on the other, and then it's yeah. got to pop up in front. And it, it's the coolest thing when it's done right. Yeah. Um, I was just happy that someone was able to do it right. What you can yeah. do with a couple of beers and a razor and, and some time. Yeah. Yeah. And we knocked that out of the park. So that was wow. I had no idea though. But that's the best thing. The Veterans Parade is fantastic. It oh, is, that's right. We're they, <laughs> I got to bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. They do such a great Cause, job. Because I've forgotten already. Forgot. It happened 10 minutes ago. Exactly. Yeah. Chris is like, what, 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 what? It's like yeah. a squirrel. Um, but no, so it's a great Veterans Day parade. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. And it's nice to see some of the older veterans yes. interacting with the kids. Yep. And the kids, you know, the Cub Scouts get out there, and they're mm-hmm. so cute trying to hold flags and stuff. And, yep. Yeah. But yeah, so you can check that out That'll be a good in one. the Holiday Fun Guide. And don't you worry, we're going to change that name to the Christmas Fun Guide That's once right. Thanksgiving is over. Um, right. By the way, Christmas on the Cumberland, they're getting mm-hmm. ready to launch their Christmas lights. Yeah. That's coming up real soon. Yeah. Um, that's going to be uh, November 18. So it's earlier this year, right? Yes. Don't they normally do this like they the Friday do. after Thanksgiving? So that's a Saturday. It's the Saturday the 18th, right? That's when they're going to launch Christmas on the Cumberland. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Yeah, is when 6 p.m., Saturday, November 18th. Yeah. So what they're doing is we're going to do in conjunction with the city of Clarksville, one of you our radio me? stations. Yeah, you and me. Um, Chris is going to have to put up all the lights, and then I'm going to turn them on. No, uh, <laughs> here in Five Star. Okay. So we have Rewind 94.3, right. uh, which is a great radio station, plays a lot of 80s music. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going all Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be Clarksville's Christmas station. Mm-hmm. And so when Mayor Pitts throws the switch to turn the lights on in the Cumberland. Mariah Carey, bam. No, I'm not <sighs> playing Mariah Carey first. Okay. Um, I'm, this is my choice, people. I get very little privileges in this job, but I'll okay. be picking the first Christmas song oh, that'll be playing. I know what it's going to be. Gonna it's going to be Wham. Heck gonna yeah, it's going to be oh, Wham. Oh, no. So 6 o'clock <laughs> on the 18th when Mayor Pitts is up there giving a great speech and like he always does, and he's going to flip that switch to turn the lights on on the Cumberland, right? Uh-huh. Which is beautiful. And that's so, if go on the Riverwalk, it's so cool. It really is cool. If you've never My been kids, there. I took our kids every year when they were little. It's ood and odd and oh, yeah. wonderful. So when that switch hits, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably make some sparks or whatever. Yeah. Whatever so, you, the song it's playing, if it's, you know, Little Red Corvette mm-hmm. or whatever, Dress You Up in My Love from Madonna, uh-huh. it's going to switch to Last Christmas. And we're wow. going to go all Christmas. You as know, soon as they I, flip those lights on. And this is an example of uh, Ryan using his executive authority as operations manager yeah. and uh, to establish the programming for an entire city event. Yeah. 
Well, and yeah, I think a lot of people appreciate it. Well, Last Christmas is a glorious song. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's really timeless. Mm-hmm. And I think Mariah Carey gets played so often mm-hmm. that people either love it or hate it. Yeah. But I think everybody loves Wham. Yeah. I think everybody involved in Christmas likes Wham. I think Santa's yeah. a big fan, fan of Last Christmas. Oh, he's a huge fan of Last Christmas. Exactly. I think Jesus it, is it down with his it. heart. You know? I mean, oh, imagine yeah, if Jesus. someone imagine if someone wrote a song that great for your birthday. Mm-hmm. You'd be happy about it. Yeah. You know? And and that's a total Jesus move too. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he wouldn't. You know, you got that new pastor away, at Trinity. Why don't you get him to add that to the Christmas service? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a uh, little concert beforehand. So um, uh, before the Christmas service at a uh, midnight mass. So there's gonna be a Christmas. So I'll get him to yeah work in some wham there. So I think just take a minute, folks. Hear that song in your head, Wham's yeah. Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Imagine that played mm-hmm. on a one hundred and some year old organ. Mm-hmm. At Trinity Episcopal yeah, Parish. Yeah. Pull out the stops, literally. All yeah. of them. Yeah. For that one, yeah, that's a cool. slam dunk. That's on the holiday fun guide, parkswellnow.com. <laughs> Is that it for today? We got one more. If one you want to hit story, one more, let's do it. Um, so, speaking of Christmas, um, how you, what do you, you guys like ham for Christmas? I don't mind ham for Christmas. I love ham for Christmas. Yeah, ham's good for Christmas. Yeah, unfortunately, my life is increasingly being filled with uh, people who are either Jewish or vegetarian. So uh, the, the amount of ham that I'm able to uh, bring to the table is diminishing rapidly. You can always bring ham to my table. I can table. always bring ham, just for myself, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Um, Clarksville's about to get a honey-baked ham. Now, we had one years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was, was it open only seasonally? Or did it just, I it was open know. and then it closed? I would have to ask my wife because she would know. Yeah. She does all the shopping of that sort of thing. Well, just in time for the holidays, we're about to get a honey-baked ham. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a drive. It's going to have a drive through option though, which is an interesting. Ooh. So you look at the menu and say, yeah, I'll have the, the happy ham. Yeah. You know, a a 30 pound ham plus a, a 82 gallon, uh, soft drink. (laughs) Yeah. You can get all that in one place now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming up. When are we going to get the Honey Bank ham? When is it open? Um, the opening date has not been announced. It better be here before, I've before the holidays. Yeah. No, yeah. Where, did um, they say where? It does. We do not have a location. On so this. we know so just, somewhere yeah. in Clarksville. Yes. yes. Right now, every time coming. there's building going on, they're going, is this the Honey Baked ham? Yeah, yeah. Is this the Honey Baked ham? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I like the Honey Baked ham because it can, uh, you know, don't have to worry about cooking it myself. Yeah. Just heat it up, slice it down, and you take that bone. Here's the trick for New Year's. Mm-hmm. You take that ham bone. And you make a soup out of it. Ooh. Soup stock. What kind of soup do you make out of ham? Bone? I make a um a bean soup. A right. ham and bean soup. So it's a clear broth, yeah. ham and bean soup. So yeah. it's not like your um split piece if it's a clear broth. Yeah. But it's basically you cook that ham until all the juices come out of that ham bone. And then you remove the ham bone and you cut the 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 softened, you know, like boiled, yeah. you know, fully boiled meat off. It's nice and tender. Yeah. And you dice that up and you put it back in with some uh, greens and some uh, beans, what have you. It's, it's really good. You're excited. I'm excited about it. I love making that. Folks, this may not be one of the top stories on ClarksvilleNow.com, but it's one of the top stories in Chris Smith's mind. That's right. That's right. So just like so I'm pulling rank and making sure Last Christmas from Wham! is the first song we play on Clarksville's Christmas station, Rewind 94.3, Chris Smith's like, we're talking about ham mm-hmm. whether you folks liked it or not <laughs> we're talking about ham yeah i may bring some by the station for new year's day that'd be great yeah i'm looking yeah. forward to it yeah all okay. right all right it's a promise i'm gonna hold you to it and you've all heard it too the biggest stories in clarksville for this week your week your news a clarksville now original podcast thanks for listening we're back next week